You can't say Foxy Boots on there. Foxy doesn't know how to listen to podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to play this for her while we're in the car on the way to Saskatoon. <laughs> Good, because she'll get lost in Saskatoon and then she won't be able to kill me. Dustin is driving. She won't be able, she won't remember by the time she gets back. I can't be a part of this. I love Foxy Boots more than anything in my life. She's dead. Foxy Boots is my Miss Club 200. Jesus Christ. I will not back down. I will fight her. I will have a fist fight in the Denny's parking Foxy lot. Foxy will kill you. Foxy is uh, very strong and very angry. I have a very Foxy cool and powerful knife that I will not use in the fight, but will give me powers. <laughs> Welcome to Is This Drag, the only 100% scientifically accurate drag podcast. My name is Dirt. I'm Moxie. And we have another special guest. Who doesn't have a drag name yet. No. It should be Anatole, but with an E at the end. Oh my god. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I um, I was having dinner with my parents this week, and... My girlfriend was there, and they'd always like totally ignore her during dinner, and it's weird. Cool. But, um, oh my god! Yeah. So <laughs> the face you are making right now is like the face you were doing earlier was just like the most. This one? All of your teeth are visible. Mm. Yeah. I so love, anyway, I love that. she was asking my parents about like how I was named and all of that because it was a whole long story, and she asked like, "What if? Uh, what if he had?" Been born a girl. What what would his what would his name have been? Or I guess her. Um, and uh, so yeah, I just like totally want to incorporate those those potential girl names into my drag name. I Eventually, love that. it's a big f you to my parents because they are not supportive of me in this uh, thing that I want to do. Yeah, that's yeah. really cute. I actually really like that. I would have been named Jacob hmm. if I was assigned male at birth, which is weird. I would have been named Daniel. 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 I would have been Can Carola. you play uh, Daniel by Elton John there? I don't know it. It's very good. <laughs> it sounds like beach music. It's very good. <laughs> so we're about um, seven years late on this episode, so it's going to be a real quick one, but we're going to talk about... There are only two things that matter in this There are episode. only two things that matter in this world. <laughs> and the first one is that RuPaul said that Stonewall was because Judy Garland died. Holy oh, boy. shit, this was... Um, the best meme that I saw was posted by Bible Girl, and it was... Um, a caption of the moment though we as queer people are able to choose our family we <laughs> as queer people are able to choose our history <laughs> choose our, revi- <laughs> choose our welcome to revisionist history <laughs> revisionist <laughs> like literally in the episode when she says that several of the queens are like oh i didn't know the connection and it's like and yeah because it's fake it's a rumor that started literally like um a couple of weeks after the, the Stonewall riots happened. There was an article, a homophobic article written in a New York paper that blamed the Stonewall riots on a combination of the full moon and Judy Garland's death being too much for the homosexuals to Whoa. not to behave themselves. And this rumor has persisted <sighs> since then. And now RuPaul is propagating it, which is a crock of absolute shit. Because she, like, RuPaul has already been so shitty about Marsha P. Johnson, all, like, Whenever Marsha P. Johnson is referenced, she is referred to only as a drag queen, never as a trans woman. She's sometimes not even named. It's sometimes just said, and at Stonewall, we're a drag queen through the first brick. And it's like, um, oh my God, you don't get to down. bring this up if you're not going to even do the most moderate amount 
of I like wrote, actual. I wrote this down two episodes ago when we were watching at the tallest poppy, and what I wrote was RuPaul only knows the queer history that she was actually there for. Otherwise, mm. she seems to just completely rely on what she heard from other people at some point and like is not being responsible like queer history is already so tenuous and like the recording of queer events is already so messed up because like the mainstream media for so long was so focused on oppressing queer people absolutely um like we have to make like we have to record our own history and she actually has a really big chance to be educating people and it is an absolute fucking disgrace that she is doing this and it's, saying yeah. things like this and the other thing is like the gays who were big fans of judy garland were not the gays who were at the stonewall inn no because um the stonewall inn was like you didn't have to pay to get in it wasn't exclusive it was just you were allowed to dance there you were allowed to dance yeah. there it was where um a lot of trans people of color and drag queens of color went Mm -hmm. like it wasn't a white gay bar um and those like white gays were the ones who were big judy fans yeah well like another thing i remember seeing from like quotes and stuff when i was like looking this up is that these people these are the kind of people who were more worried probably about you know where they were getting their next meal or if they were going to be the victim of a hate crime uh than they were about like the fact that judy garland had just died like no one throws bricks at cops because of celebrity deaths people throw bricks at cops well, because of hockey. violence what because of hockey yeah that's not a death yeah no that's not a death that's a bunch of idiots <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to be nice about people who like sports here no no one God. listens which is to- a big departure for mine and Anatole <laughs> right the show that we do we the only people who listen that yeah we're nice to them the only people who listen to this podcast are other drag performers. Okay, cool. In Winnipeg and the UK. <laughs> and, and Toronto. Hi, Twinkie. Hi, Twinkie. Um, this episode was the makeover challenge, which is always... Makeover, makeover. Makeover, makeover. Makeover, makeover. Makeover. Wow. Okay. You should see it when Cake's here. It's bad. <laughs> that gone for like three minutes. <laughs> we would have gone on a tangent about an outfit someone wore in two seasons ago for ten minutes. Mm. Um, but the makeover challenge is always one of my favorites. They didn't have one in All Stars 3, and it was a big disappointment to me because I would have loved mm-hmm. to see Trixie do her makeup on someone else. Literally. Oh, my God, yes. It's the best. But, yeah. No, I just love watching people do each other's makeup. And I, for some reason, I don't know why, I just really love watching straight people try drag for the first time um my favorite thing in the world is to see a straight person's face when they're in full makeup like when manila turned uh her husband around in the mirror and he's just so excited and <gasps> so happy and like i'm beautiful and like that's such a crazy feeling i think for absolutely well, i mean he's not straight obviously but like uh non-drag queens when like yeah. drag queens try drag it's like it's such a cool thing it's so wonderful to watch and like we had some of that last year with uh season 10 with the mm-hmm. youtubers with the youtubers and some of them like with miss cookie's transformation in particular that was like so fantastic and was she great. was just like so oh, it's me <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> i love to eat chips directly into the microphone oh you're disgusting yeah i'm disgusting listen we're not going to talk about that right now <laughs> They're not going to talk about my very cool and powerful 17-inch dildo. That is- no, that one's that is mine. 
fuck you and fuck prairie sky for thinking that it was yours just kidding i take that back i love prairie sky redact that take it off the record i don't actually care susan strike that from the record um no makeover challenges are fun so this time they had it it was all judy garland themed and we already talked about how that's just they use that mostly as an excuse to revise the history of stonewall for some reason Every time they bring up Stonewall on the show, it gets worse and worse, starting with, like, like, season three. It's like Theory. <laughs> <laughs> it gets one degree removed, from, like, one I degree of abstraction removed from the reality of the situation. A father of three falls down the stairs. Judy Garland dies. A riot breaks out of the Stonewall <laughs> Inn. Um, but, like, seriously, did Rue ev- even mention cops in that episode, or was no, it, like, no. it was just all no it was just it was just very like judy garland died and that that gay people used their grief to fight back and it's like no mention of who they were fighting because you know who they were fighting were cops who had once again just raided the stonewall inn and were dragging and like this is contentious it's not super well recorded either dragging uh one woman or several women away in handcuffs who had been trying to escape from them and were bleeding uh one of them may have been uh stormy de lavery um but that's also like we don't know that for sure. We also don't know for sure whether Sylvia Rivera was there, whether Marsha P. Johnson actually threw the first brick, or she was just a prominent person there. But these are people who were activists who we have a recorded history of them at least working within this system and like doing these protests. So regardless of whether they were the first person, the original person, the person at this particular breaking point, they are an important part of the story. Judy Garland is not an important part of this story. She did not fight cops that night. <laughs> She, she was, was fucking dead. dead. All she fucking did was die. Uh, can I say fuck the police on this podcast? Absolutely. Oh my god, I've been waiting to say fuck the police on a podcast for so long. All cops are oh. bastards. Assigned oh. cop at bastard. Assigned fascist at birth. Assigned gendarme at birth. Um, Assigned golan. What is the name of that? It doesn't matter. Let's keep talking Jesus about the Christ. episode. Um, so, so it's all Judy just... Garland theme, and they're doing their My Best Judy. So they bring um, friends, basically. Uh, friends are very close people. Um, Trinity sees her boyfriend, who she's still dating from the season 10, season 9 finale. Yep. Uh, and he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she talks about his dick a lot. I hate that. Yeah. And it was awful. Uh, Latrice has a friend <clears throat> who was one of her biggest supporters when she was released from prison, who mm-hmm. helped her, like basically get cl- like because they they like sold off all her stuff without telling anyone didn't they is that what they said it was something like that like they had auctioned off all of her stuff while she was in prison mm. so they like just spent a day just like making clothes so that like when she got out she could actually go and get a job yeah. and that was like really emotional and touching yeah. uh manila's husband is there and that was really beautiful yeah mm-hmm. and then monet her assistant slash best friend. Her assistant slash best friend. Who Patty is book. my favorite. Patty's my hero. <laughs> Patty for season 12. Yes. Absolutely Patty, Patty for, for all se- stars. <laughs> Patty Cash. I love Patty Cash. Uh, I love the House of Exchange with uh, Short Change and Patty Cash. <laughs> um, but, like, Mon- who has this beautiful like waist length red hair and a full mustache yeah, <laughs> the worst mustache that they do the shave off person literally so great and then monique has also a f- good friend yeah i do not remember anything about this person 
Neither do I. Next. She was safe. <laughs> and Naomi has one of her best friends who has been with her since, like, the um, beginning of her drag journey. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the name of also. Next. I was hosting this week and I paid shockingly little attention yeah, to Yeah, you were outside happening. smoking cigarettes. Yeah. We don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I why you paused out, like that. I you did, did do outside. it, and it's legal. I did go outside to smoke a cigarette. That that part is legal. Go have your cigarette, bitch. On a cigarette. <laughs> am I first, guys? I am done. Um. Also, okay, what happened next? Um, they shave the off Patty's gra- eyebrows oh. and his mustache, and it was glorious. And they, he, he had two very long French braids, and I honestly wanted him to go out in that. Mm. It was, it was my Should favorite. Have, coward. And then uh, Naomi says she's going to do boy drag, and at this point, Naomi's the only person in the competition who hasn't won a challenge, which means she's either going home or winning that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so she's she's trying to go like a little bit out of the box. So they do a terrible song because uh, ever since Lucien Piani uh, had his mental breakdown and is trying to instigate third world world war which is not libel because that's literally a thing that he's doing that's literally what he's trying to do Uh, their music has gone really downhill yeah that was really aggressively bad yeah it was wow however the choreography was all very good yes the choreography was very good they did surprisingly well because usually these uh little numbers that they do before are awful main stage challenges are really bad all around but um actually there was a lot of good stuff in some of these because yeah. like rue actually mentioned that that was going to be a thing like right start, away instead of like as opposed to halfway through yeah. oh yeah you have like, 20 minutes to pull oh, this together by the oh way. i'm so surprised like she doesn't <laughs> do it every single season <laughs> Uh, but the choreography was cute. The song was stupid. It was yeah, just can we talk about reference. those lyrics? And she's my best duty. Clang, clang, clang goes the trolley. Ding, ding, ding goes the bell. <laughs> sing, know, sing, sing, wet my heart stings. I know nothing about Judy Garland. Um, they referenced um, uh, Wizard of Oz, Meet Me in St. Louis, uh, A Star is Born, Wizard of Oz, Meet Me in St. Louis, Wizard of Oz, <laughs> Meet Me in St. Louis, Liza Minnelli, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like it was like I think they fully repeated the same lyrics like a million times. Like it was so insane. Yeah, no, it was the same lyric twice. And then at the very end A Star is Born. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I'ma let you tell that one. At the very end the line is let's all go to the Stonewall Inn. Let's take it to the Let's Stonewall take it Inn. to the Stonewall Inn mm. because RuPaul can just not let that go. I bet they wrote that, and then RuPaul asked why, and then they told her that, and then that's why she said it on the show. And just accepted it as fact, because she doesn't have to think she's too rich. She has worms in her brain. <laughs> um, RuPaul can't remember anything or walk in heels. RuPaul's outfit today. Do you remember today. episode, what, episode three, where she almost fell? <laughs> Like she was like standing in that really short dress, and she was very clearly oh, almost yeah. falling the entire oh, time. I watched, that in a room. So I watched that airbrushed. I watched that in a room full of drag queens. <laughs> we were all like, "Are you shitting me?" <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my god, that was so bad. Um, no, the yeah, best. So she looks like she's trying to be David Bowie, and she's wear like in the one the really like wide legged pants. Yeah, like in like the Come to Garcon esque like. Oh my yeah, god! I can't like believe the... I said that like that. I'm French. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> and then the like the weird head jewel and the head wrap, like it it had a very like. Oh, I love Foxy. 
I love Foxy Boots. I love my mom. <laughs> Anyways, um, runway. Runway. Take it to the runway. I don't remember a goddamn thing about this runway. Um, it was so long ago. Oh my god, I know. Yeah. I don't. Why do Trinity's not... outfit was interesting. It was like that really bold yellow and blue, uh, like brocade esque thing. Uh, her makeover had pants. She had a skirt and kind of like a cute. Um, I, I, I want to call it like not Regency, but like kind of like almost like a military esque jacket, but like brocade, something mm. like you would see royalty wear or something. The entire episode, I'm gonna try and go to the runway just so I can remember. Wait, is it the yeah, they were wearing terrible dresses, yeah. and Alexis Knight kept her. There was something wrong with like her padding or something. Yeah, because her yeah, her gut was sticking out like really high up. Yeah, and then her tits were just like, it looked like she was like trying to force herself to stand super straight, but then also tucking her chin down into her chest. Yeah, well, I mean, because like it's really it's it's very difficult to walk in heels when you're not used to it because it really really messes up your posture. Yeah. Um, but, but even standing like it, still, what it looked like was like that there was um, a shape. She had a she had shapewear on, but that it was a little bit too tight and it cut into her tummy, and then mm-hmm. that kind of spilled over yeah. a little bit. And she has no hips, no hips. She yeah. looks like a box in this dress. And they're both wearing and pretty when, basic like, outfits. Yeah, but and but like when Latrice is so known for being so curvy and so like properly proportioned, yeah, like her body is always so right. That's almost part of the family resemblance for me. Well, yeah, but I think a big part of that is the fact that. Latrice uses her natural body a lot mm-hmm. so I feel like there's there was with less to work with with Alexis Knight yeah uh it just she didn't know how to do the work to, to make that happen yeah that's yeah. that's the thought I had when I was watching that because yeah that looked so yeah strange um I don't remember the order hold on I'm finding it um so next was Monique yes and I do not remember at all nice Oh, they have oh, the right. eyes. That was really yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. So they have that. Um, so Monique does and this. Apparently, eyes. she calls them uh, her momojis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She and does. where she wears like she does, eyeballs or mouths. And usually they have some sort of way that they move, like when she moves. And so this mm-hmm. one, they're just wearing like cute, kind of like edgy, uh, like cat. Like No, no, no. Like almost like uh, you. What is the word I'm looking for? Almost like morph suits without the face. And they've got these like snatched back ponytails and they've got these big eyes and they've got the eyelash gloves so they can blink. And then the bottom of the the bottom of the skirt is the lip and then there's mm-hmm. like a tight underneath. And it looks really cute. It looks really cute and it's really easy to do a cohesive look and it's like it, it's conceptual and it's fun. Her makeover looks good. It's just very cute and it's very Monique. Yes. It is. I enjoyed that one a lot. Next was Manila. This I, was disappointing. This was really disappointing yeah. to me as well. So Manila did, has yeah. been my winner from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So she well, here's the thing, and this was said about Ben de la Creme last season. Because Ben was so consistently in the top, it was so very clear that the minute she was in the bottom, they were kicking her off because she was too strong competition. Mm-hmm. And they would find some reason to do it and make it be fair, but she was just too strong. Yeah. And we'll get to that when we get to the elimination. But Yeah, so these this, outfits suck. Uh, yeah, it's they, a white. They, I'm sorry, they suck. It's a white dress that you get at a like party city when you want to get like a Greek goddess costume with some like card accoutrements on it, trying to be the queen of clubs and the queen of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said that there was no family resemblance in the makeup, which I didn't fully agree with no. because Ew. I did look at it close up, and their lip shape is the same, um, and the nose contour is very similar, and like the way that the like techniques that she's used on her makeup are very similar to what she uses on her old own face the biggest difference is that um her uh family her best judy isn't asian yeah Hmm. so 
Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. that's the difference that I noticed, and I think it's really shady of the judges to call her on that when she looked so good. Yeah, no, they both looked like, really, really good in the, the makeup, face. Yeah, the face. It was just the dress was that was wrong. just not good. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I call shade. Yeah, I call shade. And then we had Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls, Smalls, the winner of my heart. My so my. a lot of the older queens that I've talked to about it thought that it was really basic and really didn't like. Uh, can i see that look again yeah here's the thing oh yeah no i like so that. first of all they come out and they've both got these gorgeous share wigs on and her extra smalls look so good and she's wearing a crop top i think like she they they both look like share naomi pulls off the wig she's wearing pants and she's got this like cute boy crop and i'm like oh she's doing boy drag that's so cute she turns around and she puts on a mustache and i'm like oh my god i love moxie cotton <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that reveal never happened I know because because we were too dumb to remember to bring the mustache to the club um yeah so uh I really liked it I thought it was really cute I don't think it was a risk like I think she really sold it as her taking a risk but she already doesn't pad Um, listen she has to sell her narrative somehow no I know but uh it was some of us don't have to force storylines to get airtime (laughs) she hasn't had any no, she hasn't had any fucking airtime because they've been sleeping on her this whole time. It's true. It's very true. Um, yeah. So it, I thought it was really great. I thought, I thought all I of the reveals. And the thing here's the thing is that I think reveals on the runway have to be smooth and good. Go back to season two and watch one of Ty. I think it's the country runway where oh. Tyra has like this like She's weird. Like, sk- I have three outfits in one, and but it's, it's just a skirt that turns oh, into a shirt yeah. that turns into another shirt. <laughs> It's like a cape, but it's just like it's just. Some and she has another outfit. one where she has like fur cuffs that she like takes off and turns into like a belt. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, season two was such a trip. It was so insane. Um, but I love our cats. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was really great, and just, the reveals were all smooth and they were all really good. And it was she was clearly having fun on the runway. And extra smalls looked so good. <laughs> extra smalls looked. Yes. And they did have a really good family resemblance, and they did really well in the choreography as well. Yep. Um, the next was Trinity. Uh, was I really like these outfits. Amazing. Like, I love this look. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny because she, uh, one of our friends, Jared, shout out Jared, who has listened to this podcast. Sorry. Um, he had to he... tell me who was in Hackers. <laughs> oh, Anatole, what's a movie where you're confused about who's in it? Like all of them? Just like name any movie that you're confused about who, which star is in it. Um. I don't know. No. Just asks who, what's a movie where you don't know who's in it? This is a lot of pressure right now. (laughs) (laughs) uh, As we've discussed multiple times, I've never seen a goddamn movie. Okay. And then I got really confused as to who's in Downsizing, Matt Wahlberg. Nope. (laughs) Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) They're basically the same. This is just going to happen now, Mm. I guess. I see. Yeah, I get it. Um, Who was it? It was Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. That was a oh, and then movie. I tried for five minutes to think of the name of the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> which is the Great Gatsby. It's the same thing. Same concept. Um, Black Swan, Natalie Portman. Yes. Yes. What's a movie with Susan Sarandon in it? The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Aside from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't or know Cloud another Atlas. one. I've seen six movies. Um, 
There's a movie with Susan Sarandon and Richard Gere. Okay, can we stop this and and keep talking? (laughs) No, I need to remember the name. It was filmed in Winnipeg. I don't care. There's a poster for it in our dance studio. It was Jared pointed out to me that uh, he thought it was at first uh, weird that Trinity wasn't wearing pants because like her thing is the tuck and she's wearing like a skirt with a peplum. But uh, it's so that she could show off how well she tucked her husband's dick that she's been talking about for half an hour. Mm. Um, but no, they looked really, really good. I thought they had a good family resemblance. I love these outfits also. I love yeah. these this color combination. And mm-hmm. I love that, like, I, I keep calling it brocade. I don't know if that's the right word. Oliver's going to roast me for this. That's fine. Whatever. Oliver is... Constantly roasting me. Constantly roasting you. So Even though he looks like he's a business major. <laughs> Hi, my name is Todd. And I'm here and to talk to you life about life solutions. We salute life. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm the funniest person I've ever. Hi, met. my name is Jeffronomy, <laughs> and I'm here to talk to you about our new startup, Graflin <laughs> Crumslore. Oh, hold on. Oh my God, none of this is usable. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> Our cat just knocked over a thing of blueberries and they're all on the floor. Oh. My blueberries. Oh, yeah. Monet. It was Monet and Monet's. Pat- Patty Cash. Patty Cash. And they wore these. Oh, that's the right. Very they wore nice the, gold jumpsuit. It was like the two way sequin gold, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, Patty's wearing a jumpsuit and Monet's wearing like some sort of no. coat thing. Uh, yeah, Patty's wearing like a jumpsuit uh, with oh, long uh, sleeves and Monet's wearing like a large, they're not called rompers, bodysuit. Yeah. She's wearing a loose bodysuit. It's very good and very nice. Cute. And the family resemblance, whatever. I don't even really know what that means, honestly. Like that they look sort of similar. That like, I don't know, like I guess like. I don't know if Satina painted me you would know Satina painted me that's a cake face that's a cake face <laughs> if she looks like a bitch it's a cake face if she looks like she's gonna kill you it's a Lita face <laughs> <laughs> if she looks like she's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on that's, that's Lita out of drag that's Lita's resting face <laughs> I love you nanny <laughs> if she looks like she's uh, angry with you Prairie Sky painted her. <laughs> she looks like a ghoul. It was some idiot. <laughs> Move on. Uh, no, they look good. Anyway, Monet and Naomi are in the top, and Latrice and Manila are in the bottom. Bum, bum, bum. So is it? Do we? So it's? Do we send home the person who's already gone home once, or do we send home uh, someone with the a winner? Very good, the winner, the person who's going to win. Uh, so then we have one of my favorite lip syncs. I've actually said that a lot this season, which is really good. It is so good. Um, mm-hmm. So because we have a really, really good combination of a very, um, a not very like physically, a very subtle, a very subtle performance that has so much emotion in the face, and then a very like moving performance, like not moving like emotionally, but like a, a performance with a lot of movement in a dress that doesn't look like it would be made for movement. Um, like Naomi's but, like, wearing this like green gorgeous like mm-hmm. long knit dress and this like really gorgeous short hair yeah and um and i think monet didn't change no monet didn't change which is i think she's the first person on all stars to not change which it like doesn't matter that's not what the lip sync is for no, no. um monet did like i i couldn't have picked a winner 
No. I think this is one of the rare times that a double Shantae, like, was completely deserved. Yeah. Like, not that, not that it even would have been, like, acceptable, but that, like, I don't see how they could have picked one over the other. No. Monet's performance, like, her face was so gorgeous. Like, she always does her makeup really well, but she looked so beautiful in this particular lip sync and loading like that in drag makeup is really hard like this just the most subtle and beautiful facial movements i think the only reason i would put her below naomi is because she did try to do a glitter umbrella reveal and it didn't work so well and it kind of like took me out of the it took away from her her performance if she had just not done it but naomi's doing so well on a song you would maybe not typically associate with naomi yeah because she's like very voguey very like sexual and very like but she's also very funny is the thing people don't realize. She's very funny and she can do campy really well. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, like it's two equally valid interpretations of a come song that or, would be really come difficult. Come Rain or Shine. Like that's a really difficult song. Yeah. I would not want to have to lip sync to that. Like that's <laughs> hard stuff. Uh, they should have done I'll Be Home for Christmas. <laughs> They should have From done. From now on, we'll all be living in New York. That was one of the original lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Naomi wins the lip sync. Yes. And then she has to send someone home. Bum, bum, bum. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's been very emotional. Latrice and Manila are like, they came into the competition together. Um, Manila wanted Latrice to come back so bad and got her. Did she bring her back? No, um, Latrice fought her own way back, uh, oh, but right. Manila didn't save her. Manila lost the lip sync when she went home. Oh, right. <clears throat> um, so Naomi sends Manila home. Which I think is the smartest move Manila, that Naomi could have done. Yeah, I don't like think she's yes. playing the damn game. And I respect that. Yes. I'm... Because I had to, I had to spend all last All Stars with Shangela saying, "I'm Daenerys, Queen of Dragons." And then got one vote when it came down to it. Yeah, like that worked and out. Well that for worked you. out well for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's absolutely playing the game. I applaud her for it because that's how you win things, and the goal is definitely to win. Um, very sad to see Manila yeah. go, but at with the same Manila time. gone, I believe. <laughs> I mean, Monet and Trinity have the highest number of wins. People have also been talking about this on uh, Twitter recently. Monet has the same number of wins as Trinity. And she's been doing as good in the competition as Trinity or Manila. Yep. But people are not considering her a frontrunner at all. Nope. And And that's their mistake. We have not been considering her a frontrunner because we know how this show works and we know they're not going to let Monet win. No, but I definitely think she could win. Why, no. why wouldn't they let Monet win? Because they're going to let Trinity win. Oh, okay. <laughs> if if Eureka O'Hara can make it to the top three of season 10, then uh, they're not going to let Monet win. Uh, oh, my God. Um, I would be I over was, the <laughs> absolute fucking moon. If Monet Exchange wins, I will be over the absolute I want, fucking here's moon. Here's the thing. is My top I four right her. now, I don't like Trinity. We've talked about this. Yeah. We are an anti-Trinity <laughs> type podcast. Trinity oh, does thank great. God. Trinity. <laughs> Trinity does great drag, and she's a good performer. And she's a good host. I she's just not, don't like her. I don't like her. Don't like her. Yeah, I, I also don't like her. Great. I, I Glad didn't we know came I to this consensus. With other people. <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want. Cake fully okay. disagreed with us on, like, 
several points last time, and we were better for it. Yeah. Hmm. Also, um, maybe at, I should listen to this podcast. After <laughs> <just being> <laughs> at, at Drag Bingo last night at the Hub, uh, hosted by Cake and Catastrophe, sponsored by the RPM, where I won um, some sex toys. Uh, Cake was asked what her favorite, who her favorite drag race queens were, and she was like, "What? Are, who's my least favorite?" And they were like, "I don't know." And then I just shouted Eureka, and she was like, "Oh, definitely." <laughs> you racist. You're in O'Hara. You're in O'Racist. Um, on Rapal Dark Race. Rock. <laughs> on Rapal Dark Race, her name is Urino Herpes, and I think that that should be her name everywhere. Oh my god. Uh. But yeah, we we just don't really like Trinity, but it feels very much like they're trying to force a Trinity win onto us. Like, with how hard they've been sleeping on Naomi and on Monet. Because mm. this show is not kind to black queens. But if we can get Trinity out next week, even though it's an acting challenge, so she's probably going to be fine. And Latrice is probably going to go home. Which is going to be the, such the biggest bullshit for Manila to go home this week, just for Latrice to go home next week. Yeah, like, yeah. like Naomi saved Manila for in favor of Latrice. Like, she... Or no, other She way, saved Latrice she in saved, favor of Manila. Yeah, like, she... Because Latrice is the weaker competitor. And Latrice's biggest um, weakness thus far has been acting. There is no way she is staying in the next challenge. What do you think is going to happen next week, Anatole? Because we have not let you talk. No, that's okay. Uh, you you are way more knowledgeable than I. Um, yeah, uh, so who's who's left now? There's um, Latrice, Latrice, Monique and Monet, Naomi, and Trinity. Hmm. So they've got one more regular episode, and then the week after that will probably be the music video. And then uh, the final lip sync. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Latrice is definitely going home next week. Yeah. Although if Trinity we said went that home, last time. we said that last time and, and she didn't. She so did. maybe it will manifest that energy again. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if the top four were Latrice, Monet, Monique, and Naomi, that would be so good. <laughs> wow. That would be crazy. That would be um, insane. Like no one would have predicted that. Yeah. No. Uh, what are your feelings about Monique? We haven't talked about her. We haven't talked much about Monique. I, I like really... Monique. I feel like she's been aggressively <laughs> shouting a lot. <laughs> I, I like Monique a lot. I think she's been doing really well. Mm -hmm. I just think that others have been doing better. Yeah. yeah. They were really harsh on her outfit last week, and I don't think that was necessarily deserved. No. I think, like, I've, I've been thinking about that outfit, and I think the thing I would have liked about that outfit is if the bananas would have been bigger. Yeah, not even yeah. necessarily like um, not flat, but just like bigger. Yeah, no, just like like physic, like just larger, like a larger proportion. Yeah, and I, I, I would have maybe made liked it a little more fun. Yeah, and I would have like maybe liked a little more going on on the top. Yeah, yeah. No, I I really like that concept. That was, no, that it was, was really good. Mm -hmm. And I love Monique in the confessionals. Like, yes. that's she's the main reason why I watch the show anymore. She is the hardest. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Slay's downstairs, so I have to go soon. All right. Okay. Well, well we're um, at thirty-five yeah. minutes. Anyway, our so our good. predictions are pretty much all the same. I think that I think that Latrice is going home next week. I think that they, if they've eliminated down to a final two, did they do a final two? They did a final three in All Stars two, and then a final two in All Stars three. Yeah, but they they do the weird face-offs with the um, lip syncing so that they can manufacture a different top two than we would necessarily think based on how well they've been doing. Yeah. So I think uh, let's just all pick a winner. My mm. winner, I mean, the winner in my heart is Naomi. I think Trinity's going to take it. Okay, the winner in my heart is Monet, and I think that Trinity's probably going to take it. Uh, I'm going to agree with Dirt. Yep. Yeah, I think Naomi's just done better. 
in the competition so far than Monet. I think she's been more consistent well, than Monet. But Monet's, Monet's been has so good. Literally one more, and uh, I think Monet's shown so much growth as well. Even though like, I think her, Monet's her season was like <sighs> a year ago. Right. The thing like, about Monet also, she's just having a great time. Yeah, she yeah. is. She's literally having. She's having the so most much fun. fun. And that's admirable. And that's I always say what it takes. I say I always say that my favorite thing about a queen is when you can tell that they're having fun doing what they're doing. And Monet's having so much fun, and I love that. Yeah. And I want her to win really badly. I would. I would I be happy her to with win season ten. I want the top two to be Monet and Naomi. Yeah, that would be my. Dream. And I want them to just do come rain or come shine again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the final lip sync. <laughs> because otherwise, the final lip sync is going to be a RuPaul song. It's oh. definitely going to oh, be a RuPaul no. song. There's They've no already good... done four RuPaul songs. Sorry, can we just contentious opinion here? But there are no good RuPaul songs. Queen... Okay, no, no, but drag queen music generally. I think Aja is good. Aja is Caliente. Yes. Um, Willem is funny, and I like her. Alaska, pretty good. Trixie, mm. yeah, I like. Okay, Trixie's yeah, music. Trixie, Trixie is, yeah, Trixie. Trixie almost... is actually a musician. I'm Dark Timeline. Trixie. Trixie almost Trixie went to school almost for clarinet. School for clarinet performance. Oh wow! There yeah. is a video out there. Look it up of her performing. I think it's live at Roscoe's in like a Girl Scout uniform or something. Playing my heart playing will go my on. heart will go on on a pink. Plastic no, she's playing clarinet. Colors of the Wind oh, on a pink right. plastic clarinet, oh, and she geez. keeps doing this thing where she plays, and then she like takes it away and does this like look at the audience like. Oh. <laughs> It's then, really good. It's really funny. It's very bad clarinet playing. It's so funny. <laughs> at Trixie, play Mozart. I would say also Peppermint and Aja are both also real musicians. Mm. I would say drag music is real music. That's not a, I don't think that's necessarily. Yeah, I mean like. um, Don't you dare. Half half of the mm. drag queens releasing music shouldn't be. Yeah, that's, that's my thing. It's just The only um, real music queen is Cynthia Lee Fontaine with her single, Look at My Cuckoo. Um, (laughs) But like a lot of people who are. Uh, out there making music right now shouldn't be making music so I'm 90 percent 90 percent welcome to 99 percent invisible the amount of uh, musicians i want to be invisible <laughs> <laughs> that was the stupidest thing why did either of us laugh at that that was not funny my name is roman mars <laughs> and i hate musicians that's the host of 99 percent invisible you plebeian what the fuck is that we don't have time it's a podcast i'm moxie <laughs> I'm dirt. I'm okay, bye. That's not how we end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is wrong. And this is drag. Ah! Welcome to Is This Drag? I don't know how we start this podcast. We've only done two episodes, three episodes. <laughs> nice. Uh-